hey guys yes welcome back again to another episode of our 14 day series that's 14 days of love with you welcome back again and um i want to first things first before i even go for further i would like to say a big thank you to those that listened to the last episode the one i dropped yesterday and the one that we have been dropping all the way you understand if you are listening to this listening to this episode and you have not listened to those previous one young man or young woman kindly go back and listen to it but thank you guys for always being here for us and um i want to say a big um, shout outs to big dreams my guy big dreams he, he listened to yesterday's um, episode he gave his um he gave his own ideologies and he gave his own feedbacks and he was he was impressed he went back to listen all the way from um the first episode so shout outs to you man big dreams so now moving forward on this is the 11th day yes and today we have a very special guest he is my big bro but i also call me but i call him suki j he's um he's a political analyst he's he's one of the smart people i know out there he's, he's, he's very intelligent he's very very intelligent and and i'm not even saying that to just for saying sake, I am actually sincere. He's actually very intelligent and he's, he's, he's very well-spoken and he's someone I look up to. And he'll be joining us for today's episode. So in about a few minutes, you're going to be, uh, sorry, in a few seconds rather, you're going to be hearing from Suki J. So yeah, sit back. Good afternoon. I am very pleased to be a guest at um, the Dare to Talk podcast section. My name is Olasunkomi Shetu. Um, I thank you very much for having me, first of all. And I think I very much find this question very interesting because it's something that is very um, germane, very prevalent in our society. Now, Getting in a relationship with someone who has a different religion or belief system is something that um, when we try to talk about them in the society, they tend to raise few eyebrows. Now, first of all, a religious view that I hold or that a person holds, it is not supposed to be a definitive future, so to speak, about that person. Okay, so if the person tells you they don't have a religious, they do not hold on to any religious view, it is still not supposed to be a de- definitive view of that person. This is not me trying to sound, this is not even me trying to um, play devil's advocate here, trying to appear very, um, trying to do something different from the status quo. But I, I find it very awkward, okay, when little things like this goes unnoticed and then we don't discuss comprehensively about the dynamics around differing religion and belief system between two partners now the belief system is that i can hold a certain belief and you can equally hold another belief so my belief might not entirely contrast yours i might actually just have a little um 
there might just be a little um, difference in our belief system. I, for example, hold a certain belief where when I speak in the pub in public with people, they tend to see me as it tend to sound like this guy is um, not his belief system is not aligning with ours like for example i'm having a conversation with someone so it is that um minute where you don't you don't tr- want to delve into the person do not actually want to delve into the subject with which the both of you are discussing so my point exactly is that a belief system is what defines a person is what a person holds you don't have to be sorry for whatever belief system that you uphold so the same thing applies with religion so if i have if someone have a differing religious view or belief system as long as your belief system doesn't negate um the fundamental human rights as long as your belief system doesn't um, necessarily preach um violence doesn't preach um obstruction doesn't preach um disunity as long as your belief okay preaches and recognizes you know the rights of every individual to live you know to associate and to do other things like the way it is the way it is generally accepted like the status quo it is fine i think it is very okay to get in a relationship with someone who has a different religion or a belief system thank you and okay i i find it um well thank you for the question again <laughs> the second one i um i find it very interesting that to answer this question because it is something that i had a discussion with someone very recently i as a matter of fact i <clears throat> i had a section where i wrote very, quite extensively on this question it is labeled around this question how do you deal like how do i deal with differences and coexist as a team with my partner based on the fact that we are from different backgrounds now our backgrounds can sometimes be a reflection sorry our behavior i mean i mean to say i beg your pardon are sometimes a reflection of our backgrounds our attitudes in life our attitudes are outward um um, com- um behavior composure are sometimes a reflection of our backgrounds for example um i for example hail from a family where um you know i i had it quite um i had it quite rosy I, you know i had it quite um, i had i have such a very healthy relationship with my mother you know until this very day and it is the same may not entirely be said of my father all right but growing up i understood that the man you know exerts a lot of influence and makes a whole lot of sacrifices and he, he often doesn't get the credits that he deserves because he is often not at the receiving end of pampering um you know 
showing love care and all of those things so it is the mother because the mother often spends time with the kids who gets all of the credits and that's why we have in the world today where the an average child would often tell you or tell the people or tell their friends that their mother is their biggest is the biggest influence in their lives or they love their mother way more than they love their father so now the backgrounds can actually matter a whole lot for example if you are from a family where um the back um the it is often things are often being characterized by scuffle you know um there's there's always there's always a constant disagreement between parents the children are not the 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 parents haven't entirely instilled okay love practice of love practice of um they call it practice of camaraderie you know practice of love practice of affection between them it is often something that affects their growing up it is often something that stick that sticks with them and you know you would agree with me that a lot of things that we do a lot of things a lot of habits that we exhibit are habits that have stuck with us from time so it is very very diff- different because we would have to be a rebirth would have to be a rebirth the more we grow the more we our horizons are broadened so we understand the need to jettison some of this um, belief or attitude or viewpoints that we consider mundane so I, I think it is as a team with your partner we should have you know a wholesome conversation you know a wholesome conversation on the differences you know we try to understand the differences between you and me like we try to lay down on a table that this is what played out in my family where i came from this is why i see things this way this is why you see things that way and then we come to a common ground and when i say a common ground we can actually have it like a skill where like a skill where you was up and i was down come back that means i walk on my floors and then you walk on yours like you you can help me grow if i have learned one or two things quite um, horribly from my family background and then you probably have that in abundance you can actually help me develop that part so these are some of the things that um, we should work on you know as partners well the next one if uh, i i um, <clears throat> thank you i i am going to answer this question with a lot of um, um with a lot of interest and zest because i i'm not married and i don't think i'll be married pretty soon but i hope to marry pretty soon but i don't think i'll marry pretty soon but i think i would answer this question with a lot of zest now if my partner is ready for marriage but i am not how do i make him or her understand without sounding like i don't truly love him or her well well wow <laughs> i <laughs> i am not going to even mean towards really because this is a very 
this is this is like a true reflection of reality okay this happens every time this happens in it, it's like it's like common practice in this present day relationship you know uh, I think it is it has to deal with the woman because oftentimes it is always it is often the woman with all due respect to the ladies it is often women who you know throws down the gauntlets like they throw down the gauntlets to make you understand that okay this is what we do like i am i've attained a certain age and time is running out my friend a auntie a auntie b auntie c have all settled down and i have lived my life to a certain age and the pressure is mounting auntie um my father expects a child my mother expects a child they expect me to have been married i've attained this age i'm this i'm that blah 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 so the pressure starts creeping and then they start asking the question when are we going to settle down some of them do not necessarily ask directly some would you know have they have a way of you know cutting corners to ensure that they pass a message across to you that they are looking for planning towards the long term okay but then you know i think there's a way you can actually make it happen there's a way you can actually relate to your partner without not making you him or her as it were feel um let down or feel less of themselves now like i said it's 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 a very peculiar problem in in our society because i do not even mean to be prejudicial in my assessment but it is often it, this this it hangs most with the ladies than it does with the guys okay now how do you even prove it first of all that you don't love that person like without making them sound how do you even prove it that you you're sounding like you don't want the person to feel like you don't love them because of course if you really love someone and then time is running out you need to stick with them and make them understand that you are not ready for this union anymore because you want to settle down with someone else now that's someone else you want to settle down with because who's ready for marriage it is because you've probably found love in that person because i feel marriage is very um it's a very sensitive thing to talk about okay and it's it's not it's no child's play so before someone can actually be speaking in that breath of marriage in that category then a lot of things must have popped up you don't meet a girl today and you know caught for a few days and say you want to marry no you understand there must have been a lot of things that must have panned out between the you both so before you can even tell me that you want to even you're trying you're planning to settle down with someone or you you want to tell me how do you even relay that message to me without you not making me feel like you stop loving me of course i would assume as a guy or as a woman as a woman sorry as it were that you already a little you know quite quite um um, whimsically a little probably a little bit of it you know you know fell out of love for me and then you probably love someone somehow and you're looking to settle down for the future 
okay so you're falling out of love for someone and then you probably transfer the love into another person that's why you feel you want to settle down with someone else so you see it's it's very very different and you and, and there's no how you're going to tell me as a guy or as a woman i'm always going to feel hurt except i don't love you so it is sometimes it's it's about the understanding of the person who is at the receiving end of the news okay because it's like a bombshell i'm not going to lie to you okay so because i for example would feel how do you even tell me without making me feel like you don't love me of course you've probably been seeing that person so it's it's been the cracks there has been cracks in it all from the very beginning so i feel it's it's almost unrelatable and it's almost unimaginable for someone to tell another person that they are ready for marriage and the person is not ready without making them feel like they don't love them anymore of course they're going to feel that way um okay thank you very much for the fourth question um i personally i would um <clears throat> agree that everything be done intertwined well depending on the circumstances surrounding the partners like the two people who are um who are in love or in a relationship as it were <clears throat> because career you can actually have a career pursue your career and still get married career is not supposed to be a barrier it's not supposed to be marriage i'm sorry marriage i beg your pardon is not supposed to be a barrier it's not supposed to be an impediment for marriage okay it's not supposed to be an impediment for career i mean to say sorry um you know it's it's crazy because we find it um quite um unassuming in our society that people always want to build their career first and then before they delve into marriage but the truth is we are africans and whether we like it or not if we have attained a certain level of education a certain level of exposure but we need to understand that we can always cut our parents on slacks because they might they may not be as exposed and as well as vastly experienced in terms of um, career like we do okay they are experienced in terms of life but not as experienced in terms of career so our parents it, it's within their rights to feel time is running out and we should settle down okay so and really if we take all of these things into cognizance i think time really runs out because as africans we can actually believe that we have our own customs our own value system our own principles as much as we would always want to argue that there's been a global wave of change that of that wants to make us see things very differently now so i think um pursuing a career is very important especially for a female you know it's very important but then again you need to just oppose them you know pursue your career and then think ahead of marriage you know think ahead think about it you need to put marriage into perspective especially when you fall within um that um, age bracket and it has to be that you know we have to we need really we really have to emphasize on this really it has to be that 
the person in question, the lady in question, or the male in question, I don't know why I keep speaking about ladies, <laughs> pardon my manners. The lady, the, the people in question, it has to be that the individual in question see reasons to marry. That's another topic entirely. So that's it. I feel marriage and career should be just a post. You know, it, one shouldn't impede the other. Yeah, so thank you very much for this question then um is it okay to have friends of the opposite gender but how do you create boundaries with them well okay um in our in our um colloquial parlance here we would say that um bestie male bestie female bestie male bestie female bestie know so i've we've seen was quite um um if you mystically we've seen or quite dif- uh, um yeah quite if you mystically we've seen a case where a woman you know would have a male bestie and a male would have a male a male would have a female bestie i i don't think there's really any from my own point of view i don't think there's really anything wrong with um having a bestie of a best friend of an opposite gender it's really not about it's it's about you looking out for them it's about you wanting the best for them it's about someone what's first of all we would have to look about we would have to look into what friendship is all about so when friendship was when the word friendship was coined it wasn't entirely coined that a male would must necessarily have friends be friends with a male alone and a female must be friends with a female alone or that a male and a female must be in some kind of romantic friendship and a male and um, male and a male or a female and a female must be in some kind of platonic friendship no all of these things are like i said earlier in my first um, the first time i was asking the question was that um, all of these things amount to how much of a psychological warp that we suffer from you know as nigerians and by extension as africans you know having a male having a, a best friend a friend of the opposite gender only goes to help us to understand the basic um dynamics of life you know like you have a male friend like i for example if i have issues with my relationship i like to speak with my male friends and i like to speak with my female friends i speak with my female friends because if i if i discuss something very germane as that with you as a female i feel like you can tell me at least to a reasonable extent to a reasonable degree why the girl i'm in relationship whom i am in relationship with is acting in that particular way okay so you like i for example as a male if i have a female bestie and she has a relationship she has um some kind of disagreement or misunderstanding with uh boyfriend or the man she's in a relationship with she can come to me and ask me so as a guy that i am i can give her the very best of advice because i am a male and it is believed that a male would ordinarily know how a male thinks and 
and vice versa. So a female would also know how a female thinks. So if you really want to consult, um, if you really want to know more about what a male does or what someone does, I think you should ask someone of that same gender. So that is my belief. And that is why most time, most of the time when I have um, issues with my girlfriend, you know, I will tend to speak with my male friends and speak with my female friends also to know where I would have to, you know, buckle down to know where I would have to put up a little work, you know, if it's to improve myself or what of you. So I think from my own point of view, there is nothing wrong with um, having friends of the opposite gender. Although, although there has to be boundaries, there has to be boundaries. And the boundaries are that you um, know when to discuss certain issues, you know where to be at certain time and it's it's really going to not trickle down into how this or how that like you delving into what transpires between your relationships your respective relationships so i think the best way to create boundaries is that um, your friendship would be um at a certain level where you meet at certain places and then of course we there would be no cause for I and my female bestie going out on picnics, going out on dates, you know, um, calling at certain odd hours, chatting at certain odd hours. And, you know, because I understand that I probably might be, attention might be swelling, you know, between I and him. I and um, the the um, aforementioned um, female friends that I have. So I think the boundary creating is to ensure that is to ensure the avoidance of insecurity from the other gender, like from the person whom the person whom the other the opposite gender is dating. Because sometimes people whom we date they tend to understand things in a different um, angle. Some of us are very um, steadfast, you know, while some of us are very um, 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 insecure in our dealings with our partners so i think it's very necessary that we don't cross boundaries with um, the opposite gender with whom we keep as friends oh well um thank you very much for the last question i I believe it's the last question right okay yeah um i think my best advice for people who looking out for a perfect relationship is that um, there is none really there's none um, I know some some women might tell you that everybody has um, a an imaginary an imaginary um, um, type of guy or a type of woman, as it were, an imaginary partner, an imaginary view of a partner that they desire. But the truth is, even if you have that, if you see, if take for example a man who has who holds an imaginary view of a woman that he wishes to be in a relationship with if you eventually meet a woman who takes all of those bosses from the imaginary way but you still have to find out that um mentally there might still be a lot of things that you have to work upon you know so it's 
it's not about the physical the outward trappings the outward trappings sometimes can be very deceptive so and you know this question when when asked you know it's often been misconstrued by people who are who are asked because when you say that um, what you look out for in a relationship people start talking about the physical whatever and they, they are not going to look at the mental capability of the person so i think you really have to look out for both the physical and the mental um the mental um capabilities of the person so i think we we really have to understand that there is no perfect person out there so when you desire someone when you have it it's there's nothing wrong absolutely nothing wrong with having um an imaginary um perception view or perception of 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 a partner of of a desired partner okay but i think we just have to understand that even with all of those imaginary perception that we hold of them we, st- we would still find a lot of areas where they would still fall short of what we had hoped for so i think my advice for people looking out for a perfect relationship is to understand is to kill that um to kill that to jettison it to kill that um notion to fight it now to kill it and to understand that there is nobody no one who's perfect out there the only thing we have is two people coming together to work on their imperfections you never have a man anywhere who's perfect even when you feel that the person is perfect you'd then imagine that okay this was after all a figment of my imagination so i think a lot of things has to be discussed a lot of things has to be looked out for beyond the physical so which is what i think i think um, there is no perfect relationship out there but we can actually make it perfect amongst ourselves very much thank you very much for having me at um dare to talk podcast section i am extremely grateful to be and um, to be amongst this um, great minds diary and um skills my very good friend thank you very much i'm very pleased so it's my pleasure bye yes so you have just listened to uh, wise words from suki j and i want to say a big thank you to suki j for lending us a few of his time and um making this possible for us and those of you that have listened to this point man i cannot say thank you enough thank you so much thank you so much for supporting our our small podcast thank you very much so now tomorrow another episode is dropping please the same energy you you used to listen to this one please we are at the tail end of this thing yeah so please you people should support us to the very end let's let's do this completely another episode will be dropping tomorrow have a nice day please have a nice day goodbye